Hi, Chris Lesso here in the drum zone, drum oasis from the world and hanging out. We're getting, we're being nerds and getting into some concepts here. This is an awesome clip. I'm going to edit this in the video so you can see it yourself of Mr. Stuart Copeland. And this is like 1981s was a really cool clip that I really enjoyed watching. I want to share with you uh, some of the concepts and takeaways that I got and take them into your drumming and your life. So this clip is, yeah, 1981 Stuart Copeland. Uh, if you know Stuart Copeland and the police, just raw punk rock energy and the vibe that he brought to the police. It's really about your personality and, and having the courage to just bring that out on the drums and into life of who you are. And I think Stuart was completely fearless in bringing this out in that, that early police. So in this clip, he talks about stealing ideas and Picasso has that quote good artists borrow great artists steal so let's take that to drumming good drummers borrow great drummers steal this is where stealing is good so you take those ideas and just adapt them in yourself so this is not plagiarizing where you're trying to copy somebody because you can't be anybody else but yourself no one can be a better version of me than me and no one can be you but you it's like your fingerprint, completely unique and individual. But stealing the ideas and playing them, you can't help but express yourself by doing this, who you are and your personality. So he really thinks different. And he says, like, why do I have to play a backbeat? Why do I have to play the hi-hat just in straight eighth notes? Like he questions things. So I think it's really healthy to be curious, keep questioning things question the norm just because it's tradition doesn't mean that it's right you know constantly ask why constantly have a critical mind question things and then take those ideas from other sources so Stuart is taking ideas from like South America uh, in different parts of the world and and not just playing a typical backbeat and I can remember for myself one source that I went to is India so I remember, you know, actually spending some time in that country over a month and, you know, studying with a teacher there and just, just soaking in the atmosphere. And that really transformed the way that I looked at the drum set because Indian rhythms go back hundreds and hundreds of years, thousands of years. And the drum set is only a century old. And a backbeat, by the way, only goes back to the 1950s. So that typical groove that we all play, you know, question that. That is a, actually, in relative speaking, a very new rhythm. So, you know, the world has so much history to it. So ask why, be curious. This is a concept called break things. Break things. And I'm not talking about breaking things with sticks. It means like question your winning formula. So this would go for music or for life. Question your winning formula. So what's working for you? Maybe you have to break things. Maybe you have to sabotage it and start completely fresh. A massive inspiration for me for this is Miles Davis, the great Miles Davis. Now he would have a winning formula, like his group say starting in the 1950s, he had an amazing, well he had some groups before that, but this was just, if you read his autobiography, he talks about lineups around the block to see this group and it had like Cannonball Adderley, John Coltrane. Uh, it's just this amazing band playing 
you know, jazz from the 1950s in that style that we kind of think of today. The great Philly Joe Jones playing drums. Uh, it's a great album called Milestones that really embodies this as well as many others. And it's, it's just amazing and it was so successful. And what did he do? He sabotaged it. So he broke up the band and started a completely fresh band in the 1960s. And this was with Tony Williams, Herbie Hancock, Wayne Shorter and Ron Carter, one of my absolute favorite bands of, of all time. And Tony Williams was like like 14 years old and then and 16, he really started to be with the group. I think Herbie Hancock was like 19 or 20. Just these super young musicians with a fresh outlook. So he really sabotaged his winning formula and started fresh and he actually continued to do that. Even though he got criticized, he got ridiculed, he got made fun of, and even even when hip hop was new in the 80s, he was he was on that cutting edge. And in my drumming, one way I really adopt this is playing open-handed. And I was really inspired by my mentor and teacher Don Famulero starting this in 2002 after 30 plus years of playing cross, you know, the the conventional traditional way starting open-handed. So I adopted this for myself as well around that time. And it really, when we do this, we question things, we stay curious, we break things, we, we mess with our winning formula. It really keeps us on the cusp, on the edge of growth, kind of hungry, a little bit uncomfortable, sometimes a lot uncomfortable. And this is where growth happens, on the cutting edge. So we don't wanna be too comfortable. And we want to always, you know, this is where success can kill you. <laughs> success can actually be bad for you. So check out this clip with Stuart. Take it into your drumming and your life. My name's Chris Lesso. Please connect with me on chrislesso.com. I'd love to hear how you're doing on your journey. And just rock it. Take it to that level. Get uncomfortable and break things on the drums and anywhere you can. I've stolen all my licks from different sources. You see, all the licks, they all get passed back and forth, most of them. Mm -hmm. And um, the trick is to find new ones and turn them around a little bit, camouflage them a little bit, and express yourself with the same sticks and the same symbols and the same configuration of things to bash with new ways of doing it. And uh, my source of licks has been <clears throat> South America and, um, of course, the West Indies. And those are a really big difference. The main rock and roll stuff, which everything's based on, even since the jazz days, since they're going. And then they went, you know. And then uh, got funky. And all that stuff, the backbeat. Or it's always a backbeat, which goes on. One, two. That's right. One, two, three, four. That backbeat, which is on all the Beatles records, on all the Rolling Stones records, on all the yeah, all the Motown records, all the jazz records, all the way up through the Billy Cobham records. And then they've all got the backbeat. On two and four. On two and four. In the police, a lot of the mission was and a lot of the arguing was about, look, why can't you just play a backbeat? And because I was a spoiled brat, um,
I don't want to play a backbeat. Um, I want to find some other way of doing it. Still getting paid. I know you're enjoying this content. You are taking action to learn to be the eternal student, to become your best self in drumming and in life. So let's go deeper. Let's take it to the next level so you can become your 2.0 version of yourself. Let's connect at chrislesso.net slash LTR. chrislesso.net slash LTR. I've got a lot of free resources for you. And when you're ready, you can book your free drumming vision session where we connect, we meet in real time, and we start designing a step-by-step -step plan for you. So much of what we do is deleting the unessential and the overwhelm and the confusion. We live in the age of information overload and dramatic distraction. So much of what we wanna do is delete the noise. You have a voice that wants to come out through drumming and life and I wanna do this with you. So let's enter the adventure. Join me at chrislesso.net slash LTR to become your best self through drumming.